Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Second Takes Review of Wayne's World. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scatter moose, scatter moose, will you do the fandango? Thunderbolt and lightning. Just outside of Chicago. Galileo. Galileo. In the basement of this house. It's Wayne's World, Wayne's World, party time, Broadcast history. Starring Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, and Rob Lowe. Written by Mike Myers, Bonnie Turner, and Terry Turner. And directed by Penelope Spears. This is your audience. It's two chimps on a Davenport in a basement. Here I am with the contract for $5,000. Excuse me? No. They're on their way. No way. Way. To fade. We still love me when I'm in my carbohydrate sequin jumpsuit. Young girls in white cotton panties, bloated, purple, dead on a toilet face. To fortune. Contractor, no. I will not bow to any sponsor. <laughs> and to babe heaven. What do you do if every time you see this one incredible woman, you, you think you're going to hurl? I say hurl. If you blow chunks and she comes back, she's yours. If you spew and she bolts, it was never meant to be. Okay. It's Wade. This is definitely the type of place I'm going to get when I move out of my parents' house. It's Garth. I love you, God. If she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. It's a movie. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Wayne's World. It just might be the greatest motion picture ever made. Are you mental? Wayne's World. And now, your hosts. Contract or no, I will not bow to any sponsor brought to you by That's Not Canon Productions. And I'm Sebastian. It's like people only do things because they get paid. And that's just really sad. I'm Andy Schossler. Mm, if Seb were an ice cream flavor, he'd be pralines and dick. Why Why me? We have a few. That's <laughs> Not on this show. Actually, yeah, on on this every show. show. Oh my God, that's true. That's the best line no, of the no. movie. <laughs> Seriously, in the D&D show, Zane and I are having a feud because he hates me. And in the law, and in the political show, we're having a feud because he's making up fake things that didn't happen. Oh, see, and in is this, this show. Is this art imitating life? Well, <laughs> I like to think we're good friends off microphone. I like to think. Well, maybe you shouldn't antagonize me so much. Well, how do I antagonize you here? Uh, <laughs> this week we watched Wayne's World, which was Seb's pick for this part of the year. Uh, so okay, yeah. that is just one of the ways in which you antagonize me. I think I think any any uh, discussion about how you antagonize us can always be 
sort of trumped or ended with the fact that you picked Mortal Kombat 2 Annihilation. <laughs> in the video game section. <laughs> and it was the best movie we watched for that It's the worst movie in existence. That's not true. It's, it's <laughs> very close. It, 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 it is on that list. Guys, it's, it's, a, it's just cockamamie is what this is. It's so um, bad it doesn't even have camp value. <laughs> so you're angry at me because I picked this, this movie. I'm and not I'm angry at you, but like, oof. Okay. Well, I have a confession to make. Oh, yes. So- I'm not going to make excuses, but let me let me give some excuses. Mm-hmm. Just started a new job. This, this feels really familiar from what Alex has said previously, <laughs> but I've just started a new job. I ran out of time uh, this week. We record in a fortnightly schedule. I haven't actually seen Wayne's World or Wayne's World 2 for this review, but I showed up for the recording <laughs> session to act as an expert. So- Jeez, if only, if only there was a way that you could- plan ahead your time if only there was a way that that you could document you know in advance of perhaps a fortnight perhaps a month of things that you need to prepare for and be ready yeah, if, for if there was maybe like oh. uh just even just a piece of paper that like had boxes for like <laughs> each day and what you might do in that day so that you could look ahead a, a few boxes yes and just see well, in four boxes time, I'm going to have to talk about Wayne's World. So in one of the, these previous boxes, I should set aside one line uh, to say, watch Wayne's World. Listen, all these are all, <laughs> this is all fair stuff, but I haven't watched anything this last couple of weeks. I've been that strapped for time. But you have seen them before. I've seen you? Wayne's World 1 before, and I've seen parts of Wayne's World 2. I <laughs> I am not here as an expert no, today. I will still give a recommendation or not because that's I have that power. But I want for anyone listening to know anything I say, I would take with a bag of salt. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away from the review, but I remember these films from my childhood very fondly, from my teenage years very fondly. All right, oh. well, let's get into trivia. Trivia. No, whoa, whoa. Trivia. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? Hey, Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my butthole. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Trivia, but not me because I don't have none. <laughs> Fine. Did I even do research for this episode? No. <laughs> you should have because there's a lot of good stuff You're here. like, at the least, Seb, you could have read something. <laughs> I stole your quote to start this episode off with. That's how not prepared I yeah, am. That's a good quote. It's well, good quote. I only have a little bit. Please do. Uh, so this is the big screen debut of both Myers, Mike Myers, and uh, Chris Farley. Ah, yeah. oh, who only has a cameo anyway? Only has a cameo, but it's his first time on screen at SNL. It's the only SNL spinoff that uh, made more than a hundred million at the box office. Blues Brothers uh, was the only Blues other one. Brothers. No, Blues Brothers included. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, as in Blues Brothers did did make more than a hundred million. No, didn't. Oh, didn't. Didn't. This is the only one that did. No. Um, yeah, Blues Brothers made just oh, maybe, under. Maybe I was looking at inflation adjusted figures or something. Uh, because I mean, Blues Brothers is thirty yes, five years old, adjusted, yeah. yeah. Um, but also, so the the Wayne character was a Mike Myers character from before SNL. He made it in Second City, mm-hmm. um, and was very possessive about this character during the what I like to call the cocaine years of <laughs> SNL, where everyone was crazy all the time. Uh, so. Carvey, who was a bigger star than Mike Myers when he first joined SNL, was added in uh, as Garth for SNL, uh, and Myers wasn't a huge fan of that. But he came around to it. Of course, yeah. 
it worked out. I just thought of the strangest thing. I want to take you guys on a little journey with me. Yeah. Zane refers to the cocaine years of SNL, but think about Parallel World where cocaine had that weird SNL stage of time. <laughs> Not a fun thought. <laughs> anyway, I think me for trivia. I think it, it did. Yeah. It definitely did. At some stage in our actual reality, the cocaine was over the 50% margin, so SNL was more cocaine. Yeah, I think the comedy boom had a lot to do with cocaine and SNL, so... Well, there uh, you go. Have you ever seen um, uh, a pointless and futile gesture? I mean, I make them all the time, but I haven't seen it. That tells a story of, I can't remember his name, but who started Cracked, uh, the Cracked magazine. Um, and that's, a, that's the same time as SNL is going on. In fact, a lot of people who started on Cracked went on to, um, to be stars in, in SNL when it came live. Chevy Chase, Gilda Radner. In Cracked? Um, yeah, in the Cracked magazine. No. Yeah. How old is Cracked? Yeah, yeah. It's old. It's 70s old. Really? It's on Netflix, a pointless and futile gesture. Very good. I highly recommend it. Okay. Very I, didn't realize, I didn't realize no, the crack it, channel. You'll recognize a lot of names too. Uh, so um, Wayne's World, $20 million budget in 1992, which is a modest amount for a, for a film. But my God, it um, Blair Witched it. 180 gross. Yeah. It was yeah. huge. It was really successful. Unbelievably successful. Yeah. I think product of its time is the only thing I can kind of, and having having seen it again now, it's it's been years since I I, th- yeah. I I think I was a teenager the last time I saw it. Um, I don't I don't really see the appeal. Like it's got a few very memorable scenes that still hold up, but it's not that great. I think pre-internet teenagers uh-huh. had nothing to relate to in mass media, and then this hit the big screen, and they, and they latched on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing I can imagine in that we just don't have this culture yeah. anymore. Okay, so very much a product of the 90s then. Yeah, well, yeah. like I think like what Wayne's World is now would be a YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with a bigger audience because. <laughs> it was know, shot quickly. YouTube. Shot, shot in 34 days, barely a month <laughs> to shoot the whole thing. Oh, and look. apparently- even so. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently the stories are, you can never confirm these because it's always whispers and people's opinions. But I'll confirm them right here, right now. Mike Myers was an absolute prick to work with. Yeah. Confirmed. Cocaine years. <laughs> the cocaine years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's uh, um, settled down and, and, and become a bit more malleable. Yeah. Um, especially after the success of Shrek well, there's and things a, like that. The story of him flipping a table. Because there wasn't any margarine, there was only butter. The thing is, his dad was sick at the time, so I can understand him. Benefit of the doubt, <laughs> I can understand his his frame of mind being elsewhere and just venting his anger here because this is where he was. I yeah, actually think sure. he was probably lost in thought of a future project, perhaps some sort of like relationship based, like Indian profit sort of thing. We'll get into that. Mm. Oh, not that one. I really want to review it. Like, <laughs> of course you bloody want to review it. It's trash. Yeah. Like we all know that, right? So right? Like more Wayne's World speeding through. We're not going to waste any time. It's Christmas. There's no time to waste. Yes, we must get back to shopping. <laughs> um the ex-girlfriend Stacy is based on Maya's genuine girlfriend. They broke up. She didn't think it was the right time. So she ironically, as a joke, sent him a gun rack 
knowing that it was a joke, hoping that he would get it and they would rekindle. <laughs> he took that exact. He 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 didn't um didn't get back together with her and took that exact experience, plonked it into the movie, and she saw it for the first time with her with her then boyfriend. <laughs> the story is years later he telephoned and apologized for it. I don't know how. Okay. How sincere it was, or <laughs> how well it was received. Um, Sorry, but Gun genuinely, rack? genuinely taken from from his life. I'm that far yeah. removed. This, this, you've now from the, seen this movie. Stacy buys him a gun rack. Why? They're, they're broken up at the, at the start of the film. They're broken up. Yep. Right. She's only there ever to be a sort of foil for something. A lot of the characters in the film. I'm, okay, we'll, we'll we'll get into it later. I'm, I'm going to get sidetracked. Um, so yeah, Stacy's Stacy's his ex girlfriend, and she buys him a gun rack as a sort of gift. She okay. still hasn't. Um, uh, taking on the fact that they've broken up. They've been broken up for two months and and I think one of her line is, well, yeah, we broke up. That doesn't mean we can't still go out. Yeah. Wayne says, no, <laughs> that's exactly what it means. <laughs> I've had breakups that went that way. Yeah. It's real weird. <laughs> You're like, oh, nah, please nah. <laughs> so it came out in 1992. There are two Terminator references. One is when Wayne is pulled over by the cop yep. who ends up being Robert Patrick, yep. the T-1000. Care to guess at what the other one is? Uh, it's Garth is building a robot, right? It's building a robot, which um, Dana Carvey has said, yes, this was a robot that Garth was building to program to kill Benjamin. Because, <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah the, the hand yeah. reaches for him or something, yep. but you know, Garth has a mind thing on or the yeah. mind reading thing that Doc Brown is wearing yeah. in Back to the Future 3. Interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know. You're making me want to watch the movie all of a sudden. You I mean, I should. wanted to watch it. I still do. <laughs> you should watch it retroactively. Normally, Shall we move on? One more, because it's a good one. One. The Stairway to Heaven ban um, in the music shops in the film was genuinely a thing. So frustrated were English <laughs> music shop owners that there were genuine bans in place for playing Stairway to Heaven. Some even went to the extent of fining. Um, patrons uh, for doing it. I'm sure that's it was the all. Dream. I'm sure it was very British and very tongue in cheek and and done yeah. very, um, very playfully. Uh, One hundred dollars. It feels like Bernard Black's running a cord. But nonetheless, <laughs> it was serious enough to warrant that sort of genuine stairway to heaven ban in music shops. I thought Smoke on the Water would have that kind of ban, and because like I can't play any instruments, but I can play Wonder the opening Wall. riff from that. Yeah. Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, you play Smoke on the Water. You're not showing off. All you're doing is saying, hey, "I can I'm, play four things." It's a good yeah. introduction, but it's not impressive. Yeah. Playing the opening to Stairway to Heaven, kind of impressive. Okay. If you can pull it oh, off. Wait, we're in trivia. Uh, the porn version of this movie is Bangs World. I just made that up on the spot, but uh, there you go. I'll Google it. Fuck. <laughs> Two more quick ones. Um, Garth's dream girl, played by Donna Dixon, genuine real life wife of Dan Aykroyd. Oh, I was finally. Su- I was surprised to learn that. And they've been married for 30 years. Mm. As, old as, as old as me. 35 years. Yeah. Aykroyd. Um. And um, Wayne's World is credited with making the AMC Pacer, the car, the Garthmobile used in the in the thing, as a bring it back as a collectible. Of it's, course, it's it's now entered into the classic realm no, of thank cars you. because of the appeal. I will not have it. Boo, guys! Wayne's World gets that really <laughs> terrible porn parody thing where it's Wayne's World, a porn parody. <laughs> so, um, Bang's World it is because it's, World. because it sounds kind of like the title. You might be able to work out what it's a parody. <laughs> Speaking Wayne's of Bangs Girl. Wayne's Girl? Yeah. Mm. Eh, I like I like Bangs Will. Yeah. That works better. Alright. Movie babies. Hasta la vista, baby. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, baby. <laughs> Every bad teenage YouTube channel ever had sex with, I guess, SNL. Yeah. Yep. I found it tough to do this as well. There, are, it's not. It's not a film that is like other films. It doesn't even have a really tight story. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Wayne's nothing really happens in Wayne's world. Like everything that happens in the film is undone, and there are no consequences for any of it. What's the legit plot again? Because obviously I didn't see it. I'm just so, trying. I can remember scenes, but I can't remember a story. So Benjamin, right, is um, buying buying. He, he's selling advertising space to Noah Vanderbilt. Yep. Right. In order to do that, he buys Wayne's world for a pittance in order to have some sort of platform to offer advertising to Noah. Yeah. And. As, as 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 that plays out and the advertising becomes a part of the show, Wayne flips out and he quits or is fired yeah. by Benjamin, depending on which way you you think about it. Um, but then he, despite selling the rights to the show, he just does an underground show um, back in his back in his basement, uh, where his now girlfriend Cassandra is streaming her live gig to uh, Bobby Sharp. Sharp, Billy Sharp, yeah, one, someone uh, Sharp of, yeah. of Sharp Records um, to get her an album deal. That's the mega happy ending. And despite Ben coming along to to shut him down or to question him, that's it. He's never sued. He's never gets any police involvement, nothing. It all it all ends up just, just you know, working out for them. Okay. Nothing nothing really happens in the film. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say Zach and Miri make a porno mixed with Not at the Roxbury. You may as well. Yep. They they all kind of fit. I went with indecent proposal because yeah. you know it's a yeah. it's a deal mm. that keeps on getting worse and it's not clear at the beginning. And airplane, just because there yeah. are so many irreverent jokes that are just there to be funny. It doesn't yeah, they're it just doesn't there move the story. Yeah. Yep. I like airplane though. It, it's a great Wait, film. Airplane's the Shirley You Can't Be Serious one. Yes. It's okay, just making sure I'm yes, in the yes. right movie. Yep. That's comedy done well. In this one, the jokes are just there. Great for a comedy sketch. But they're also like signposted. Yeah. They're not oh, like, yeah. Yeah. oh, okay, so here's a joke that would fit into this situation. Yeah. It's like, let's put a joke in here. Here is a joke. Let's get back to the story. It's it's classic NNL, NNL SNL in, yeah. in that sense that they, you know, they're there to be funny and there's no there's no two ways yeah. about it. That's just that's just what they're there to do. Now is the time to be funny. Now is the time to be moving the plot along. Tweet nopsis. Wait, did you do yours? Yes. Oh. I started out with mine. I thought Angie started and I interrupted him and he went first. Oh. Well, I wasn't paying attention. Just like and to this movie, which I didn't want. It's got any sports in it? Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles. How do you make money from a series of popular TV comedy sketches? Why play them in sequence and call it a movie? Hashtag Wayne's World. That one song by Queen's pretty good, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yep, that's me. SNL. Full stop. <laughs> that's it. That's that's all it is. It's a it's a movie of sketches. Yep. Right? In but not in in not in the same way that uh, the Monty Python films are a series of sketches kind of tied together. This one is just sketches. This one starts, it ends here. The next one starts with and the with same characters. And with more characters. charismatic characters, you might get away with it, but, oh, God. This, I mean, oh. Wayne's World was released as a film, but if it was being done now, you would release it as a, as a, as a series of shorts. Yeah, a web, a web series. Yeah, a web yeah. series. Because 
the scenes don't necessarily tie together. Like no. sometimes they just jump. Some scenes are completely unnecessary and they're, they're just huh. there to be funny. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like we're... I will... Sorry. What? Why? Why are you saying something? There is some because stuff- the segment's too short. Uh, Master of Disguise <laughs> is a fun movie. And it's got Dana Carvey in it. And oh. as opposed, but as opposed to what you guys are suggesting, at least it is one through plot. Master Disguise is trash. Yeah, just we're actually wait. doing it in next year in our trash I'm movie not. department. It is incredible that you say Master of Disguise. Just wait until Wayne's World 2, the tweet for Wayne's World 2. I can't wait. Because, well, okay, next year we've got we've booked in a segment of a month's worth of terrible movies. And I want to say for the record, we've just coincidentally put the new Joker movie in there because that's when the release was. And it's like <laughs> our expectations are kind of high, but also, mm. well, if not... <laughs> But yeah, Master Our expectations are high for that movie. Joaquin Phoenix is a good actor. I mean, as a, as a basis, we can really say his performance will be good, and that's where that's where that's where the expectations stop. But yeah. you know, that's hey, that's one guaranteed win of that movie, which is more than anything else they've had come out as. Hey, you know what was good about Wayne's World? Not Joaquin Phoenix. Jo- Joaquin. Joaquin. This Joaquin. stuff coming up now. Ooh. Make my day. that for a slice of fried gold yeah boy so the way that ben tricks noah into accepting the the deal like he's he's literally just gone to wayne this is a cable access he doesn't own it and he says i've got a sponsor on board we're gonna we're gonna pay you to do it he goes back to noah and says we've got a show which he doesn't um, yeah at the time um you should sell advertising on it and just the way he manipulates him i thought was very good writing. Honestly, I think that's how deals happen in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, before we can give you money, we need stars attached. Oh, before yeah. I can be attached to this, I need to make sure that it's going ahead. It's like, yes, we yeah. have funding. Yes, we have yeah. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Benjamin, played by Rob Lowe, is genuinely a very well-written character and very well-executed character in Wayne's World. The, the, the best one. Uh, to, yeah. to your career, oh, I would say, yeah. is, is a close Acting second. Wise, yeah. yeah. And the rest of them are just, eh. Whatever, they're just there. Honestly, the Mike only, Myers included. The only good thing I can say about this movie is some of the music is alright. Like, it's good. It's I mean But even so, like I can just listen to Bohemian Rhapsody without them singing over the top of it. That's true. The the danger of being of being first with something revolutionary and good, especially in a comedy, is that people will copy it mm. and they will copy it to death. And so twenty years down the line even though you were the first and, and and you pioneered it, it's now so old that your own product that you that you spawned from 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 nothing is now seen as this stale thing. That, oh my god, they're just reusing those jokes again. So it's it was difficult to enjoy um, the comedy because it wasn't. It's no longer fresh. No, it's it's, it's been done to death. And I, I think like maybe if I was a different person existing in a different time, <laughs> this movie would have been at least enjoyable. But for me, I just struggled to latch onto anything. I I think some of the some of the fake outs um, are still good. Like like the the endings fake out still holds up. I think, um, and certainly the the absurdity of, of of some of the dialogue and some of the jokes still work. Like it still has good scenes. Yeah, it's not yeah. it's not a terrific movie on the whole, but it still has very memorable scenes that still hold up. And Alice Cooper, that is still a terrific scene. Very, very nicely played. They're there to see this rock star who is just going to be this dumb jock, you know, in, in your mind. And he lays straight into the history of the uh, um, of the of the um, Algonquin uh, tribe in, yeah, in Milwaukee. Yeah. And his and his band members. Oh yeah, I believe they're uh, um, 
Um, oh, I, I, I can't remember the line, but it's, <laughs> it's just a wonderful little scene of them being completely um, academic in in a setting where it's unexpected. Yeah, very well yeah. played. The way you guys have been describing this film to me, it reminds me of okay, I, my, my my last memory of it, much like you before watching it again, was I like this movie. I like Mike Myers. I like Jenny Carvey. I like their characters, but I'm starting to think of it more like Napoleon Dynamite, whereas I don't find that movie funny, but I can acknowledge how people might find the character funny. I just want yes. to punch him in the face. But <laughs> I, my well, feeling too, is- he's, he's kind of a dick. Yeah. He's a really selfish dick in the whole thing. But also just the way he's put, like the kind of, the way he talks also, just his demeanor. I just want to, yeah. So for me, I feel like I would probably more have enjoyed their performances, even if I wasn't enjoying the jokes that they were telling. Right. Because they're- you know, quote, fun people to be watching. Did that not stick through for you guys? Or were they just kind of irritating because the jokes weren't landing? Not just like where's into the bad, I mean, but just out of reference. Wayne and Garth, watching it now as an adult, I find particularly irritating. Okay, interesting. Like, uh, I, know, I, I know they're just side characters, but Benjamin and uh, uh, Cassandra are characters that I enjoyed much more th- this time around uh, as an adult. Yeah. I find them much more... Not only not only um, better played, but better written, and just characters that um, I don't know have have interesting stakes. You know, they're they're there for a very specific reason. Whereas Wayne and Garth are just kind of going through the motions and taking everything as it comes without I, any real focus. I wonder if it, okay, this is the, we in my household we refer to this thing as the Little Mermaid effect. Okay, when we had to rewatch the Little Mermaid to review it for this show, our wife and I watched it together, and we found ourselves straight away siding with King Neptune. And thinking Ariel was just uh-huh. she's just a petulant girl, like young girl, ignoring her father, and then all these terrible things happen to him. We're like, yeah, what did you think was going to happen? Like you were told sometimes. Ursula's got a point. Yeah, and I wonder if it's just as time has moved on. Obviously, you were more removed from these characters. If it's just a case of they're just that little bit too immature that you find yourself more aligning with the the adults in the room rather than the kids. They're not they're not kids, but Wayne and Garth are kids. You Possibly. Know? I mean it. It was an SNL movie, and the demographics that they go for are definitely young adults, mm. if not teens, straight away. So that kind of humour appealed to me then. And and as I say, going into it, um, I remembered the films very fondly, and that wasn't the same experience that I had as an adult now. Yeah. Okay. I never liked these movies. Yeah. Oh. All right. Do you, like Mike, do you like any of Mike Myers, like his written and acting work? Or is, I mean, I don't mind. So I married an axe murderer. I yeah, that was good. Years, yeah. That's the only one though. Like Glove Guru, all of the Austin Powers. I can do the first one still. Don't get it. I can do the first Austin Powers still. I can do like half of the second one. But by the time the third one came out, it was trash already. Like that was- Shall we go into the band? Because yeah, this opens please. up a whole can. Houston, like we cans. have a problem. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! I've fallen and I can't get up! I can't believe you've done this. So guys, I don't know if you know this, but Mike Myers reuses jokes. Really? What? Yeah. Not only <laughs> not only from movie to movie, but also from scene to scene. I mean, okay, again, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and just assume that, you know, everything for, for Wayne's World was written... Um, you know, first up, yeah, yeah. Ju- just the fact that he's that he's okay with taking those jokes and plonking them into films later on makes me think that everything, almost everything in in Wayne's world, 
had some sort of uh, had had been tested before in a sketch on oh absolutely on like, yeah, yeah. and this, it was just this was the formula from that was taken yeah. from Second City into SNL and then all these yeah. SNL characters and it wasn't yeah. and it wasn't refined yeah. it wasn't workshopped it was just copied yeah. and pasted into Got the script laugh, it's in you yeah. guys told the story here with Blues Brothers mm. a lot of their skits were they would like workshop it it was it. Who who it's not it's not SNL but who's Blues, the, who's on first guys no. what are they called again what's the, the Abbott and Costello yeah. yeah they would take their show on the road and do little tinkers bit by bit of and then when they record their movie it was just like the here are the best thirty jokes that we yeah. got through yeah yeah absolutely so, yeah it's no but that's not the case with with um, uh, Wayne's World I I get the feeling like they just took the popular stuff and just plonked it in Blues Brothers at least was workshopped I mean Dan Aykroyd wrote the script he didn't mm. and it was you know it was four yeah. times longer. Than, than what we saw. He, Classic he, Ackroyd style. He really yeah. went to town on it and he, and he loved doing it. Wayne's World, I, I get the feeling that Mike Myers just, okay, I need 90 pages, 100 pages of, of script. Let's just see how much of it I, I can. I think Mike Myers I've, is I've someone who, who has got through on personality and the, the scripting, the writing and the joke telling is actually just very much in the backseat with yeah. Mike Myers. Um, and I mean, if he he's done it successfully, so more power to him. They're fun. They, yeah. they they're good jokes. Certainly, what, the first time you see them, they're what good. was retold? Sorry, because I obviously I didn't get to catch oh, this. Oh god, so. so many. Like um, he's in he's in bed with Cassandra, and he's doing the whole oh I fell over, I fell over again, which went on to be yeah. okay. a sort of staple of Austin Powers. I will say, without seeing it, um, okay. So I love the Cornetto trilogy, mm-hmm. and obviously those are three very different comedy films told, ah. but they have through line jokes between them all. But, but there's a fine line between homage and and ripping off. Well, it, can you rip off yourself? Yes, absolutely. Well, can you, you can. can you just have if a through, you, like a staple? Like okay. no, if all you do is copy and paste, you are ripping yourself off. You're ripping off your audience. Okay, really. So Sam Raimi throws like the I forget the year, but the Oldsmobile car into like so many of his films, and nobody's like, oh, there's Sam Raimi. With his stupid car gag, it's always like it's just like his little signature mark, isn't it? Possible like he just does. Yeah, but it's not just one thing. It's well, I mean, it's but- it's wholesale jokes transplanted from one movie to another movie, and not only do they spawn in a movie, they spawn on SNL. Then they find their way into a movie, and then they find their way into another movie. Maybe he has to keep telling the jokes, otherwise the rights go back to Disney. <laughs> just like the Spider-Man movies or something. So that makes more yep, sense. Nailed it. Or but- it's laziness, and when Mike Myers is pitching it to whoever he has to pitch it to, yeah. he goes to the the thing that he knows is going to work, and yeah. then once it gets the laugh, it stays there. I mean, it's on on the writing on on lazy writing. It's certainly not. Refined. The script is not refined in any way. It's just a series of jokes put together. Yeah. And there are and there are a few um, a few scenes that I that I wrote down that okay they're they're fun jokes and they're and they're funny to watch you know the first time around but they should not be in the film they're completely unnecessary yeah. for the film. Um, so you've got the Bugs Bunny scene. Pardon me. Where, they, where they're sitting on the car with the with the seven four seven about to land. Yeah, and um, Dana Carvey, they're waiting for for the plane to come so they can get it on 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 film, um, and he just improvises the whole Bugs Bunny thing, which is which is funny, right? Yeah. You you laugh at that, but that scene goes nowhere. It's not showing you, you know, Wayne and Garth are already friends yeah. when we when we when we're introduced to him at that point. There's nothing that happens between them. They're just there to see this plane go on, and yeah. This that's, is, that's all that scene is. Um, it's the, an hour and a half movie, I'll say. It's, a, it's an hour 34, but that includes credits. Let's say it's an hour and a half because that's that's short credits anyway. 
This, so it must have been Dragon just a struggle because obviously the plot doesn't no, feel like it's this gone should through have long been enough. A, this should have been a tight 80 minute film. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you think these extra things are just thrown in because they it's, needed to reach a length? Well, it's padded, but it's also the style of writing. Like they're used to just writing sketches. Yeah. These um, at, at at the time they weren't proper scriptwriters, or the, or they didn't take the advice of of, of um, people who were trying to help them. They were just putting putting sketches in. They're good sketches. Don't get me wrong. The, the hockey mm. game when when he and when Wayne and Garth are just playing hockey in the street, right? Mm. And they um, Stacy rolls by. They're just talking about how maybe they're a little bit suspicious of uh, Benjamin or something. But essentially, this scene is pointless because they they have those discussions in other scenes as well, mm. and it goes nowhere. It's just funny for the for the moment. Yeah. It's really just about the 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 car joke. When a car comes, they yell "car." Pick up the pick up the thing and and, and move yeah. back. That's the funniest thing in the scene. It's not really. And yeah. you can get away with that sort of script if you have super charismatic either characters or actors. Yeah. And I found both Mike Myers and Dana Carvey's characters to be grating, oh. both when I was young yeah. and even more so now. And none of the other performances were either present enough or had enough impact on the film to really win me back over. Okay. I was going to say, it's, yeah. it's kind of comparing apples to piles of shit here, but um, <laughs> well, we've done a lot of Tarantino films this year and how yeah. many scenes has we have watched there where he just has characters sitting down talking about fucking nothing for 20 minutes, but it's entertaining. And then you uh, contrast, you've got movies here where you take a two minute delay for a skit and it's, you really feel that time suck coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And it just to show like, it, I don't think necessarily doing your movie in this format's bad. I think it's more so, it's just that these jokes aren't landing. So it's not very good. It's not, the, it's, it's not the format, it's the content. That's exactly right. It's yeah. art and it's always going to be subjective. Comedy even more so. And, and also comedy is very famous for dating. Like I already hate Deadpool one. It's like three years old. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. Exactly right. Okay. You bring up dating, the movies dating themselves. Let me read you off some other films that comedy films that were released in 1992. Okay. So the same year as is it? Same year as okay. Wayne's no, World. I was one years old when this came out. A League of Their Own. Oh yes. Classic. Is that a I watch this at least once a year. Of course, it's a comedy. Isn't that the one about building a baseball stadium? No, that's Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. That's the one I'm thinking. That's no, League, of their own is Tom Hanks. League of Their Own is, is Tom Hanks and a, and a pro girls baseball yep. league. Yeah. Um, Good film. Aladdin. Oh, 1992. Oh, really? So, you know, Death Becomes Her. Sister Act. Yeah. These are movies that I love to watch now. Okay. Comedies. I mean- well written, well performed. In in Seb's defense, Sun Like It Hot is a very <laughs> old comedy, but it's still very funny. I will say, first time I watched it was a couple of years ago, yeah. and I laughed my ass off. In, so it's in, not it's not all comedies. In yes. Seb's defense, yeah, comedies don't automatically date themselves, but they certainly are prone to it. I mean, there are yeah. many more yeah. films that have dated themselves and are and are well, not watchable. The theory again. is that comedy evolves from the last joke told. So when we watch this joke and we watch Love Guru as a bad example, but we're seeing. The same joke told differently. That let's okay, Love Guru is a terrible example. In the case of Mike Myers, it's the same joke told exactly the same way. But okay, (laughs) if we were to watch a comedy that came out today, we might see jokes or elements or punchlines that work in our brains the same way that Wayne's World may have told. So when we go back to watch Wayne's World, we can kind of see the origin of the joke, but we've already been hit a with maybe a better version of it, or at least we've been exposed to a version of it that now dates that first one. That's Whereas, that's the danger of being yeah. iconic in the first place because people copy you and they copy you to yep. death. Yeah. And it's 
yeah, it's kind of like a double-edged sword because you've made something that's so recognizable that yay, but this, you know, 20 years goes by, next generation's in, what's a Wayne's world? Yeah. yeah. I feel like we're repeating ourselves nah. now. Shall we move on to judgments? I think so. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Slap it on with the might of Zeus. So Wayne's World. I mean, I can go first because I'll be brief. Please. I didn't watch this movie. <laughs> um, it gets my highest rating yet, a question mark out of 10. Okay, so after <laughs> so after the conversation, are you likely to keenly rewatch it? Honestly, the or most, you, the most likely you, thing I'm going to do is kind of what Zane was hedging towards is I might just watch a series of clips on YouTube right. to get a flavor for it because it might be more effective in that way. To be but fair, I, I, I went and watched some Wayne's World uh, sketches, segments yeah. Yeah. on SNL and... Oh. Yeah. No. SNL at the best of times is hit and miss. So normally yeah. when a movie comes out that we have to review, or no movie comes a movie's in our thing, I'll either have to go buy the Blu-ray or the DVD or find if it's on Netflix or whatever streaming service and do it that way. Yeah. I actually, the sad part is I own this film already. I got a, a box set of this and number two. So I'm gonna at some stage rewatch it purely because I have made a purchase and it is sitting there waiting for me. One day Seb has a tendency to turn into never. Yep. Hey. And maybe that might be for the best. I don't know because right now I have fond memories. So well, yeah, th- this is this is definitely something that if you did see when it first came out or did see in the nineties when you were a teenager then as well, I think it has some nostalgic appeal. Like I still enjoyed some of the more memorable scenes, but if I was watching this fresh today. Yeah. I don't think it would be very enjoyable and I certainly wouldn't recommend it if you haven't seen it. There are better comedies, better Mike Myers films um, to watch uh, for exactly the same jokes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, this is a hard note from me. I didn't enjoy it the first time I watched it when I was a lot younger than I am now and I did not enjoy watching it this Mm. time. I couldn't find any cleverness to appreciate or even like good performances like i can see i think i think tika and roblo uh stand they're, they're they, not they terrible did, yeah they're not terrible they're fine uh but the, like a fine actor in a terrible movie quite right like quite right <laughs> what what can you do what can you do that's what exactly can you yeah. Do? Yeah. um you can write this shit george but try saying it yeah <laughs> the, the most favorable thing i can say about it is perhaps it is just a product of its time yeah. that like rent the 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 musical like it is a time capsule of that particular time and the further we get away from that the less likely people are to relate to it and enjoy it for that reason i will agree to that people love this film though so just before yeah. i left my last job it's I was, a cult it's yeah. a cult movie with that pop vinyls just came out for this movie in the last month because I, i'm assuming to the timing was based around bohemian rhapsody because everyone you know yes there's, there's an obvious link there and they were pre-ordering and selling out quite fast before i left my old job like people whether they've gone back or whether it's just it's just pure like oh fuck yeah i'm it's nostalgia yeah. it's nostalgia but uh, we have yeah. so many of those pop vinyls come in and some of them just whether it's old, like we had freaking Golden Girls came in and they didn't really move that well. But this, this for example, came in, just flew off the shelves. So I, I think Publicans- three people have heard of Golden Girls. Are you kidding? I remember Golden Girls. I liked it. I yeah. still like it. It's, I mean, Blanche has- Yeah, um, Blanche. Uh, not Blanche, uh, Betty White's character. 
they're all fantastic. They're all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like there's still a huge market for it. But once again, you have to think how many people actually have rewatched it. Or just like, oh yeah, cool. Golden Girls, I definitely yeah, have. I watch it every now and again. Wayne's World, yeah. I have now and I won't ever again. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's it. No, fight time. Yeah, I know. I'm going to go in the fight. <laughs> oh, that's it for verdicts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's my strongest recommendation yet. <laughs> so so who's who's going up against uh, Queenie, I think? Well, from it's the- only right that I can choose because I have the most inside information of this film. You, you also pick yeah. the film, so. Yep. You must choose. Um, now- Let's pretend I've is, is Wayne is Michael Myers character's name, right? And Garth's the other one. It's Wayne yes. and Garth. Cool. Wayne, I pick. Okay. Because I think we, we touched on it before, but he has the time stop ability from He, he doesn't no, he, he doesn't, doesn't time stop, stop, he just fourth walls. He doesn't it, yeah. stop time like Zach from Saved by the Bell. That's right. But he does Zach Powers? Is that right? Zach Powell. That's not the right name. <laughs> I have to look up his name. This is killing me. Because we we dropped Saved by the Bell and I'm trying to work out this. Zach bastard. Turner sounds right. You could be right. Um. Well, my, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, Mike Myers. Yeah, he has the power to break the fourth wall. So, even though Queenie Zach Morris, Zach Morris, Screech Powers. Is there you go. Screech Powers is his surname. I think. So, so even though yeah. even though Queenie has magical abilities, um, I don't. Mike Myers can break the fourth wall. He can sort of sidestep and go. You know, audience. Uh, yeah, Avada Kedavra though. Mm. <laughs> Petrificus Totalis, like he can't just turn around if he's Petrificus Totalis. I guess that's it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, if he can't suspend time, then he's pretty helpless against magic. Don't worry, I think he'll get a second try next next week. <laughs> well, there you go. Queenie wins. Easy, well, done. No way. I wasn't that. I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Oh, you I can, thought we already cut. Yeah. No. Oh, it, good. Oh. Socials, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Hey, I, I, I was in the middle of doing Sorry, it. Sorry, And you're like, no, 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 no. Let's clarify. Are we doing the socials? I thought you Have would... we announced that we're doing the social I links you would cut. yet? I thought you would cut. Quick, no. quick, quick, quick. One question. Are we doing the social media? Is that what we got? I think should we should. We, should do we, we talk normally through do it them? now? I, I, I can't remember <laughs> if we normally do them at the end of every single thought, episode I that thought, we do. Zane was asking, are we good to then cut the recording? That's why I got confused. <laughs> Oh, I never ask. I just cut. Okay. So, guys, <laughs> we have a Facebook page. Se- I think it's just Facebook slash second take. <laughs> I normally just do the website and the email address, so I'm out of my depth. Cause, but, do them. Uh, yeah, secondtakepodcast.com and uh, secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. Fantastic. I respond to things on that sometimes. Sometimes. You're pretty sometimes about it. Oh, no, I always respond. It's you, just whether I'm helpful with my response. You can find you us on- reach the message bank of Sebastian. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at at Second Take Podcast and tweet us at Second Take TNC. And we that, are on Facebook. Did that one, yeah. You yeah, it again. You, you just stole it. You just stole it from I went, me. Yeah, listen, I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. Guys, are, we, are we snapping? Are we vining? Are we, uh, vines are dead. What's the vines will never be dead, Seb? No, I think they are. They're on. No, like, they're coming back, but they're something else now. Yeah. Now they're just called grapes. <laughs> Why was it called vine anyway? Why was it called Why vine? Why is anything called vines anything? Are it's no, just the, fruit the name. Of the vine, maybe. The vines like are eating like fruit. Famously long, though, as opposed to short videos. Yeah. Yeah, but long and spindly and far-reaching. But a vine is only like oh. six seconds. It's famously oh, but short. Seb, the emotions that you can elicit in six seconds. I'm it's sure. Impressive. I'm sure there were some focus groups about it, and but more importantly, we're going to stop talking and let you get on with your otherwise wonderful day. Yeah. Bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 